And welcome to Dialogue. This is State Senator Paul Lavota of the 11th Senatorial District. And you're listening to Dialogue with Missouri State Senator Paul Lavota. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is the program, the uh, audio program, where <laughs> you do radio program, where you learn about a little bit about what's going on in Missouri government, local government, local politics, and uh, all kinds of stuff about what's been going on. And I'm glad that you're joining us again, and hopefully you enjoy it. It's, uh, the purpose is to keep you a little more informed about what's going on, and I'm glad I can do that and honored to serve the good people of the 11th Senatorial District. I'd like to um, welcome um, to the program, as always, who's always here, is uh, Courtney Cole. Courtney, welcome. Thank you. Courtney. Thank uh, you, you're, Senator. You're I'm always so here. here. And uh, thanks for being here. Courtney is the Executive Director of the Missouri uh, Party, Missouri Democratic Party Senate Project. And been very busy lately, so thanks for being here. And uh, a newcomer to the program? I'm back, baby! (laughs) (laughs) Chris Whiting, the Independence Mayor Pro Temp. Good friend of the program and uh, used to to be on this program. There was a time when I was a regular. Yeah. Yeah. But you had a couple weeks where not so much. Yeah, I had things going on. Let me just give a shout-out to uh, the... Pioneer Ridge Explorers, who swept yeah. last Thursday during the audio some program. Chatter. Some chatter. The uh, the volleyball team yeah, they they took team. down both Nallen and Center Middle Schools. So which isn't that easy to do? Uh, yeah, not as easy as it sounds. They're they're a scrappy bunch of kids. Those mm-hmm. Nallen and, and Center kids. So I was glad to be able to watch my daughter play. Of course, sorry not to be on the program so anyway that's what, rectified i've now seen her play and i'm back what have you missed most about um the, the dialogue program oh, i i mean there's a lively banter there's courtney cole there's yes. there's learning about my state government mm-hmm. uh, and i also like talking a little bit about city government okay so i guess i've missed it all really well, we've missed you Chris. and i've missed talking to sam yeah yeah he he uh he gave us some feedback, said that um, the program's stronger with you here, but we do pretty good without you. Now, I want to – I also <laughs> well, want to right. um, welcome Jordan Hunt, who is watching our, our program – or watching, listening, sitting in, who is my legislat- my uh, my area district legislative assistant. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm glad Yay. I kind of guilt her. So why aren't you ever at the, welcome her at the dialogue program? She, she helps um, in district here in the district office and is – going to help with as we take dialogue to the next level when we do it live for folks wow it's gonna be great that i'm looking forward to now i do want to warn you oh boy i've been you know podcast is the way you do things nowadays right it's the it's the wave of now right which you're not maybe i don't know where you are on things you probably listen you're still in the old time satellite radio right I do listen to my satellite radio. Okay. And I I've it. been listening to podcast of Phil Henry. He oh, does one my every gosh. Day. And I think I'm going to figure out a way where I don't need you guys here. Okay. Does he still do wow. it where he does the voice of he every does, character? He on does the, the show. program of five people in the room, and it's all just him. Wow. So I'm working on my voice there, Senator Lavota. Why, thanks. That's uh, Charlie who just came in. Hey, hey, Senator Lavota. See, I see. How it's, yeah, you okay, really like don't it's di- need us. It's like a no. different person. <laughs> no, it's like there were three. Were those both Charlie, or was that two different characters? I'm over here. I sound Charlie. <laughs> see? Okay. So, you can do. I can do different things like that where you're not needed. Right. I'm, I'm the new. I'm the new newsreader, and I'll wow. read the news. Oh, thanks for coming in. See, 
people who are listening think people are just coming in and out of the studio. I'm in now. the room with you, and I think there's multiple personalities <laughs> inside your head. <laughs> so I, I, I just felt like um, I just want to give a big plug to uh, Phil Henry's uh, podcast, you know, <laughs> one of the biggest podcasts in the world that maybe some of our listeners will start listening to him. I think I want to start listening. I used to love his terrestrial radio well, show back in the day. Well, there you go. Is Bobby Dooley ever on the show? Yeah, on the time. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm sold. Well, we should have Bobby Dooley on. We should. Do, I would on like dialogue. This is what I want to do. Okay, we're going to quickly move to the news to talk about state government sure. that we're supposed to do. But let's do a podcast on our own where we talk about other podcasts. <laughs> oh, that's that a great would be good. Idea. Pod soup. Oh, man. Just That's like that. You see how quick that idea came? That was awesome. Yes. Bam. Well, enough of this nonsense. But enough of this palaver. Let's get to the news, shall we? Now, the weekly news roundup brought to you by the good folks at Liberty Realty. Here's Chris Whiting. <laughs> Thank you. I am Chris Whiting. This is your weekly news roundup, and it is brought to you by the good folks at Liberty Realty, taking care of all your real estate needs. That's how it's done right there. See that, Courtney? That was good. I like <clears throat> yeah. it. Listen and learn. <laughs> trying. You're the master, though, Chris. Mm-hmm. And to begin, the state must recognize out-of-state gay marriages. A Jackson County Circuit Court judge on October 3rd ruled that the state must recognize the marriages of same-sex couples who wed in states in which such unions... Oh, Charlie, stop. Charlie, <laughs> are legal, despite a provision of the Missouri Constitution. Constitution voters ratified in 2004 that says the state will only recognize marriages between a man and a woman. Attorney General Chris Coster, whose office is responsible for defending state laws, announced on October 6th that he will not appeal the decision. In his ruling, Judge J. Dale Youngs noted that under the long-standing doctrine that requires states to accept the valid acts of other states, Missouri historically has recognized marriages that are legal in the state in which they were entered into, but prohibited in Missouri, such as those between first cousins and common law marriages. Young said Missouri failed to demonstrate a rational basis for recognizing those out-of-state marriages, but refusing to recognize out-of-state same-sex marriages. So really, I don't know if you heard Charlie yell out that you better recognize that's <laughs> what, what the young people are saying. And really, this headline you have They're here, Chris, not. it says, uh, state must recognize out-of-state gay marriages. Really, state must recognize marriages. And that's what this is going These In other states, they've said it's legal. They've married. They've moved to Missouri. We have to recognize them. It's as simple as that. And uh, Judge Young's pointed that out. And I don't know how else you have a system of government, a federal government, where you decide, pick and choose what laws you want to enforce from the other states. You know, I don't know how you would do that. I bought a car in Kansas, but I didn't buy it in Missouri. I made a contract in Ohio, but it doesn't have to – I don't have to – Take care of it in New York. I, that's crazy. I, it's crazy talk, and uh, that's what this is all about. Oh, very good. So, moving right along. You guys seem motivated by that story. <laughs> well, uh, we I may come glad, back to it in the city portion of this. Well, okay. I, I was glad to see. Um, I was glad to see our Attorney General Coster um, stating that he wasn't going to challenge it. Mm-hmm. You know that he was going to recognize the the what the Supreme Court ruling was, and that he wasn't going to move forward on on challenging it. Don't so. you think he better recognize? Or? I think he did recognize. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I I think part of that is is um, a policy decision, and and you know where he's coming from. But I think the other part is he knows legally. Right. There's no chance of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It In good. more legal news. Yes. 
Uh, Further recognizing federal judge bars keep moving rule in Ferguson. U.S. District Judge Catherine Perry on October 6th issued a preliminary injunction prohibiting police from requiring peaceful protesters in Ferguson to keep walking at all times and threatening them with arrest if they fail to do so. Police adopted the keep moving rule on August 18th in an effort to manage the demonstrations that resulted in that resulted following the fatal shooting of an unarmed black teen by a white Ferguson police officer on August 9th. Perry said the police tactic violated the free speech and free assembly rights of protesters and also appeared to be arbitrarily enforced by officers. As it was applied in this case, the practice of requiring peaceful demonstrators and others to walk rather than stand still violates the Constitution, yeah, Perry I don't, wrote. I don't think there's anything in the Constitution that says you have the freedom of speech as long as you're jogging. As long I think as it's you're jog- is it jogging? I, I, I believe it's a soft J. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So you got to keep moving along. I, I think it's good that they're doing the first ladies keep moving um, <laughs> thing. but um yeah i you know it's it's just been one set of control from the ferguson police department uh, after the other and um i'm glad that the federal judge is saying people get to peacefully demonstrate and when they don't that's a different um issue but keep moving is just a way to have them not demonstrate it's, it's yeah i'll tell you it's it's almost sad but this whole ferguson thing it, it's it's been a way for other cities to look and say okay this is how we don't want to do mm-hmm. right, things right mm-hmm. it really exactly. has been a, a classroom and how not to do things yeah yeah well there's just no sense of um it's it's too much control and not enough there's no understanding there right at all, you know yeah so it's sad to me to see the way that they've been there. I almost feel like they're operating out of fear rather than, you know, out of what is the best thing to do in mm-hmm. the scenario. Right, right. Well, they're trying this, this control. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the problem is that's where that has got us into the situation, you know, trying to control everything and not being responsive to the community and trying to control, um, the name of the officer when they were, um, arrested and right, just everything yeah. else it was control 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 when these people wanted a voice right and i think you know we went on and on about this at, at, on one of the programs but um this is this is that type of um not talking to the people control uh top down way of thing this has just come to roost in here and mm-hmm. and we we have to not before that when we talked about i don't know if you were here Chris, we talked about um, how my belief that the Independence Police Department, how I think they acted correctly when there was an officer that tased a a young man. Yes. Very, very impressed. I was very impressed. Now, keep this in in, in mind. I'm not saying that the officer acted correctly. Right. I don't, but I have my opinion. But the bigger issue is the chief of police asked the FBI and other people to come in and, and investigate it so he would know. What was right, what was wrong, and I'm sure they're almost done with that, or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where we stand on the investigation, yeah. but but the point is, brought in the Department of Justice and the FBI to be transparent mm-hmm. and make sure that a thorough investigation yeah. was done. Right, and, and not try to antagonize the community correct. by not providing information and not trying to get additional help with what's going on. Yeah. Responsible. I don't want to oversimplify the whole Ferguson situation, but you know, the senator and I used to train a course... And one of the tenets of that course stated that listening is the psychological equivalent of air. 
Right. When people feel listened to, it's like being able to breathe. Mm-hmm. And and the people want a voice. They want right. to know that they're being heard. Yeah. So. Well, uh, I attended a, a course a few weeks ago, and the facilitator said, how do you show respect to somebody else? You listen to them. What happens when you What's don't? <laughs> 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 See? Good yeah. example. Right. See, when you don't respect people, they get angry. Mm-hmm. If you think about that, her contention was anytime you're angry, it's because you're not getting respect. Mm. Any any time. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. But that will be on our other podcast, How to Communicate with Chris <laughs> and Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, <clears throat> net state revenue up 3.8% so far in fiscal year 2015. Net state general revenue collections increased 3.8% during the first quarter of the 2015 fiscal year compared to the same period in fiscal year 2014, going from $1.95 billion last year to $2.03 billion this year. Net general revenue collections for September 2014 increased 3% compared to those for September 2015, going from $804.6 million to $828.5 million. So, that's good news. The revenue is up. The other additional news is that's about what was planned for the budget, so it's not like we're going to have a big extra money coming in. Mm-hmm. And we talked to, uh, we've talked on this program a lot about the need for sound budgeting policies, tax policies. I'm going to introduce some legislation um, in December that helps us with that process. Right now, we try to guess how much money is coming in. We ask the executive and the legislative people to. Uh, agree, have a consensus of what that revenue is. Last year, the governor thought it was one number. The legislator thought it was another. Ends up being a completely thing. What we should do is, like other states, and um, budget what we had last year. And then when we have extra money, add that to um, a ro- rotating fund for other things. Um, I It is a big thing to change, but this budget and this tax policy and the way we spend our money affects roads, schools, Cities, um, employees, state employees, everything you can think of. And it's one of those topics that aren't talked about in Jefferson City. And I'm going to try to be a voice for um, a little more responsibility there. Fantastic. Well, Senator, that was your weekly news roundup brought to you by the good folks. At Liberty Realty. That's good, isn't it good? He's Thank good. you, Chris. Thanks. Thank Thanks. you very much. It's better when you're here. Thanks, everyone. It's good to be back. I would. I don't know if it's better, but I miss you guys. Well, Courtney does it, a great. Courtney does a great job with the uh, uh, with the the news. Well, no, she, she, she <laughs> is. She is. She. I would call her. She's John Oliver. Oh wow! And, and Ooh, you're and wow. you're um really you're John Stewart. You know that type of wow. Hey, God, when you're gone, she, she comes in. It works out good. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's there's no drop off. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're a talented. I'll be individual. your Oliver. I'll oh, be your Stuart. All right. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Where's Charlie? Where's Charlie? Charlie, Charlie could you come in? Charlie, okay. have a comment on that? <laughs> so what's been going on with you, Chris? Oh my! Why don't you keep us up to date? Well, I had a fun event last Saturday, and no, actually, I'm going to start with with something we did that relates to our first story that we had on the news where the state is recognizing marriages from other states mm-hmm. regardless of sex. I, I told you you better recognize. <laughs> See? There's Charlie. Charlie. There's, I miss Charlie. Charlie, I didn't. We did something recently in the city that I'm proud of and there was an individual who had uh, same was married, same-sex marriage, got married in Iowa, and this person was an employee of the city for many, many years, like approaching 30 years. Mm-hmm had been married ever since it was legal in Iowa, had been with the same person for nearly 30 years, and wanted benefits 
for mm-hmm. her spouse. Right. Let's, so uh, we looked at different ways to, to handle that, and what we came up with was as a city, as an employer, we will recognize marriage certificates no matter what state they come from, period. And now for, she, for your employees. For our employees. Right. So now, now her spouse gets benefits, and I was mm-hmm. proud of us. I thought that was a progressive move as a city and the right thing for us to do. Well, it's, I mean, progressive, but when you're trying to attract the best people, you, you have to stay competitive with the type of benefits that you give. You do. And if you're not doing what other cities are doing around you, especially, you're going to go backwards. Jackson mm-hmm. County does this. City of Kansas City does this. Yep. Um, and it makes it makes a lot of sense that you guys made that move. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's you know you said progressive or whatever, but really it's a it's a sound policy for taking care of your employees. I think who are in charge of ta- who are responsible for taking care of your citizens. Right. It's it's a sound business practice, mm-hmm. which makes sense. And I I also personally think it's the right thing. Yeah, to do. that's right. Uh, I did want to talk about an event that I went to last Saturday night. It was the the finish line celebratory dinner for the Fireball Run. I was unable to attend. Yeah, it it was really interesting. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Did you have to run? You. Were there fireballs? There were no fireballs. I'm picturing like Super Mario. Yes! And he's running and the yes! little fireballs chasing him. That would have been a <laughs> Gen- little more exciting. Gen X. Gen X. <laughs> no, Gen Y's. I, Gen Y's. I really didn't know much about this. I went out to their website to try and learn about the, and, and it's a road rally race. So I'm picturing, okay, this is like the amazing race, only it's a web series. I was going to go, but my legislative assistant didn't get in my sign-in sheet. Oh. Wow. I'm just teasing Jordan over here because she was trying to get me set up to go, but I went out to Well, I want to hear what it is because I'm yeah. completely confused. <laughs> well, I was completely yeah. confused until yeah. about two hours into the dinner because they're, they're saying, hey, our, all of our teams crossed the finish line today, and this is awesome, and we're so proud of them. And I'm thinking, I'm trying to piece together in my head what exactly happened in Independence. They started in, I don't remember where, Frisco, Texas, I don't know, somewhere. And they Frisco, went to Texas, like yeah. 13 different cities in eight days, finished in Independence, Missouri last Saturday. So I'm picturing this where people apply and then they get chosen and then it's the winner gets some huge amount of money. No, what it is is people pay $10,000 to be part of this road rally. Okay. And then they take on a certain number of missing children and they are raising awareness of these missing children in each city that they go to. So they go to a city, they do events like you would do in an amazing race or one of those other shows, but they're handing out flyers and raising awareness for missing children. Great. So one of the things that I learned was over 800,000 children go missing a year in the United States. I had no idea. That's a lot. I mean, I knew it was a big problem. I had no idea the numbers were that big. And the the Fireball Run has directly been responsible for finding 43 children over its wow. eight-year run. Good. So it's a beneficial, worthwhile thing. And summer 2015, the... You don't like uh, Born to Run? <laughs> just cracking me up that you got it under. That was good. But in summer 2015, all the episodes that they shot from this fireball run that just ended last Saturday will be on the web. So you can go out and watch their series and see what they do to raise awareness of missing children. So Great. It was cool that Independence got chosen to be the finish line for this. Was the event fun or anything, or was it? It, it was, okay, Can I'll just, more <laughs> honesty. Oh, boy. It was, a, the event was so well put together. The dinner was delicious. The Independence Event mm, Center looked great. Good. 
all of the teams who had been on this eight-day thing were excited and having a ball, and the rest of us were kind of going, okay, what is this? We don't know what's happening here. When I talked to the guy on the phone, uh they they invited me to go, and you have to sign a thing because it's a TV show, and he was trying to explain to me. I still didn't get it because it's on – I mean, this isn't like – Real media, like a podcast. This is something that's, that's on that's on a, on the internet. Yeah, this I mean, is no pod soup. Right, right. This right. is a, a, yeah. So <laughs> I didn't I didn't quite. I, I don't know. I I I didn't get it either. It's great that you know these extra things that we do in our town are good. Yeah, it's good. It's something that independents will get some some props for from whoever watches the web series. Plus, it's just a good event anyway, right? I right. Mean, just. Yeah, a good event. I mean, for a very worthwhile cause. And then they showed videos of like each of the cities they went to along the way. Mm-hmm. Finished with the Independence video, and Virtual I got to handshake? say, it was oh gosh, okay, yeah, it was so awesome. Oh really? A wonderful video. <laughs> really, really made the city shine. Well, good. Um, good. And you're you're an expert at that at video stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And at making the city shine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the only other thing I wanted to bring up. You're already half right, Charlie. Charlie, stop it. <laughs> My my computer froze up on me. We have a big event coming up. <laughs> Don't add. Charlie's like Sally Meatball. My daughter's got this puppet that she Sally brings Meatball? out. Yes, and it's she's got this real annoying personality, and she jumps up, and she suddenly interrupts great puppet shows, and I'm Sally Meatball. That's Charlie. Well, I don't me. think Sally Wait. Meatball or Charlie are annoying. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think great puppet shows exist. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sally Meatball and all other puppets out there. I just want to mention to people that coming up uh, Friday and Saturday, October 17th and 18th, and October 24th and 25th is the Enchanted Forest out of George Owens Nature Park. This is an annual event. Scary. That it's it's actually not. It's for little kids, and they can see superheroes and princesses and fairies and Sally Meatball and Charlie and I don't know who all is going to be out there this year. But it's not a scary thing. It's a fun thing for kids to come out. They can dress up and they meet friendly characters. But it's a big deal. Kids will wait an hour or wait in line for a couple of hours to go through this thing every year. So come early if you want to go see it. I have not. It's. uh, it's $3 a person, and you can see popular characters just come to life in front of your eyes. And, of course, as always, the adventure ends with an old-fashioned hayride and a light display sponsored by IPL, Independence Power and Light. So check it out. That's the October 17th and 18th and 24th and 25th. And that's what's going on in Independence, <laughs> Missouri. <laughs> no, yes, anything else? no, that's that's all I've got this week. Courtney? Uh, Jordan's sitting next to you, and I was wondering what's going on with Jordan. Okay. Here. <laughs> I, I was unaware I'd be speaking. Now, you organized <laughs> and planned the uh, the health fair that went really well. Good job on that. Thank you very much. Who yeah. were some of the folks that showed up? Um, <laughs> I knew I should have made a list for things. There were a lot of people. Yeah, Courtney, help me out here. <laughs> we had the, the lady from Hy-Vee who was there. Who was Hy-Vee is always a wonderful partner. Yes, They're they always great. really helpful. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. had the library there. Yeah, we had Mid-Continent Public Library was there. We had... Um, Lakewood Chiropractic. Yes, the chiropractic. The City of Independence Health Department. Yeah, we had the Red Cross. Um, we had people from the fire department there Indy helping bus. out with... Yeah, our Indy local bus. transit system. Go us. Yes. Um, yeah, we had a lot of great people. It, it, it was a better turnout than last year. And, uh, better time of the year. Better, well, oh, yeah, way better yeah. time People of the year. People kind of knew what we're doing. Absolutely. We already got from um, 
harvesters sending a, yes. a letter saying they want to participate next year. So we'll yes. we'll keep building on that. And, right. and they were saying that September is like you know hunger awareness month, so they really mm-hmm. like to tie in that sort of thing to our to our fair, which I think is a great perfect. Yeah, it's a perfect fit. So yeah, perfect. I'm I'm excited to see how it will grow uh, next year and. Hopefully it'll be even bigger. And you're working on the uh, John Mayfield campaign? I am. Door to door? I'm out canvassing the fight in 20th. That's good. <laughs> you know, you know when you are out walking door to door. I always say that about every district. <laughs> when you're out walking door to door for a good quality person who is, works hard, cares about the community, it's easy stuff. It's fun. Oh, yeah. It, it really you know? is. I will say canvassing, going door to door, that intimidated me for the longest time and kept me from getting involved or volunteering in local politics mm-hmm. forever. I don't know why. It just seems so scary to me. But I, I get scared about most things, so this is natural. <laughs> but really, um, it's totally fun. People have great responses to you um, way more often than not. Yeah. And even if, even if you do run into somebody who's, like, not very happy about it, it's like, it doesn't matter. Right. Oh, well, I'll move on to the next person and the next, you know. When I worked with Roxanne Thorley on her city council campaign, oh, we were boy, greeted with, go. like, chocolate chip mm. cookies on, yeah. at one house. So, you know, that makes wow. up for any bad houses Absolutely. you might hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's great. Well, thanks for uh, – you're going to help us when we do our November – we're going to do – in November, we're going to do a dialogue program where we're going to invite the public to come and have a guest. And oh, that's going to be exciting. It's going to be yeah, good. Yeah, it will be. We don't I think it will be a lot of fun. We don't know where we're doing it yet. I'm going to talk to you about that. But, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, right. <laughs> But, Courtney, you've been very busy. I have been, yeah. It's been good, though. All good stuff going on. Give it up. Tell us. All right. Well, um... Yeah, really, tell us. Yeah, thanks, Donnie. Who's that? (laughs) Yeah, who's that? (laughs) Um, Well, we had a fantastic event for the Missouri Democratic Party's (laughs) Senate project and our Senate candidates last night at the uh, beautiful home of uh, Phil and Lynette Lavoda here in Kansas City, and... um, Senator Claire McCaskill headlined the event for us, and I I just feel has shown um, outstanding leadership whenever it comes to support for our candidates throughout the state, mm-hmm. um, especially in those areas where we you know are focused and concentrated, knowing that uh, we do have an opportunity you know in this election if we get our votes turned out to win, and um, so that's pretty exciting, and it's you know we're getting to close crunch time now so the days are kind of starting to run together for everybody but um i have just been really impressed with the teamwork that we have had um in working together as a party and um you know i was talking to crystal brinkley who's our executive director and i just christy brinkley crystal crystal brinkley sorry (laughs) yes and um I said, you know, it's great to see that women are so represented in the party right now. We've got uh, Crystal, who's our executive director for the party. We've got uh, Kristen Self, who's doing a great job as the legislative uh, director. And then um, they've got Amanda Laddie, who is the finance director. And then they've got me on the Senate side. So really, women are pretty well (laughs) represented. Um, Running the show, it sounds like yeah. to me. And <laughs> things are going well. So wow. kudos to us, and thanks yeah. for uh, having faith in us, guys. <laughs> Girl power. <laughs> yeah, all the way. All the way. Um, and then That's the song. That's the official song of the Democratic Party. I like it. It's okay. good. It's good. I like it. Um, you and can't then, sit still and listen to this. These Gen Ys don't know this stuff. <laughs> no, okay. no, but I still like it. Okay. Um, and then the other things, the other few things that I've got going on, I've talked about the political forum before um, Tuesday. Wait, wait, let, let me take a step back. Okay. What did Senator McCaskill say? Um, he, she talked. What do you, I, I think that was a good message we should share. Um, 
she talked a lot about how the um, the right is really not focused on the priorities that they need to be um, in regard to the problems that we have in our state. You know, that instead of discussing Medicaid expansion, for instance, they're talking about Sharia law. Right. And that their priorities are just completely off base from what the needs are of the citizens here. And so she told a great story that she was in D.C. kind of watching the last week of the legislature. And she gets this news thing that the legislature passes something against Sharia law and Agenda 21 with no focus on what's going on. And she um, – do you recognize it now? I do. Okay. Yes. Um, so she mentioned this to her husband, and her husband said, well, what would your mom tell you to do? And her mom, if you remember Betty McCaskill. Mm-hmm. Sweetly. Um, so Sandra said, well, my mom would say, get off off your butt and do something. Mm-hmm. So that's why Sandra McCaskill has been so uh, helpful – leading our party and helping candidates and in this off year election when we don't have a senate or governor running it's it's hard to get people enthusiastic but this organization with her with roy temple as our chair with you courtney over there i think happy days are here again i think so (laughs) i think so yes so it was a great event it was wonderful i enjoyed myself i'll say that it was good to see you yeah yeah but can i Senator McCaskill had a wonderful message. She did a great job. But I was really inspired by your message, Paul. I know your really? your job was to get up and introduce the senator. I certainly but... would like to hear more about this. <laughs> <laughs> Are we true? <laughs> I know Charlie's always a big fan of yours. No, you did a great job. You you got people pumped up. You you really talked about the need and and why we had to do this and um I don't know. I, I was transfixed. I've heard you speak many times, and most of the time I am bored to tears. <laughs> but I'm kidding. I, you but always do a great job. That's why this compliment is so good, because it's so accurate. <laughs> I guess I could tell it it came from a passionate place in you. Let's well, isolate you. that sound clip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I mean it. That it was It was an impassioned, inspirational motivating well, speech. You I was I job. was basically saying what my role in it is the chair of the Senate Democratic Committee project to help these candidates and how we're having a targeted targeted idea where we're going to try to pick up seats. Dr. Bob Stuber of of the 34th district is our candidate. He was there to meet and he's a you know, he's spent his life dedicated to improving people's health and now he's decided to help run for Senate to get better representation for our state so um i i've learned it's the long it's a long long process you can either say you can either quote uh, martin luther king to say that the arc of justice is long but no wait the the arc of history is long but it bends towards justice Mm -hmm. okay so it takes a lot of time to move things or you can say you can quote acdc and say if you want to rock and roll, it takes a long time or something like that, right? Not, so not familiar with the ACDC lore as much. Oh, my God. If you want to rock and roll, it takes a long time? No, what's the... That doesn't sound like a typical rock and roll lyric. God, I just It's more about up. instant gratification, right? <laughs> I'm, it's more I'm about with you, partying I now, yes. you know? It's yeah. not like, we're going to party and have a great time, <laughs> but we're going to do it over time and we're slowly plan get it out. there. Let's plan this party out. Yes. Yeah, and then we're going to party like it's 1999. This is, guys, feel good in moderation and eventually we'll hit the sweet spot. I'm so messed up. If you want... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, well, you go deep in your ACDC now. <laughs> you really do. Sure. He's so contemplating. Boy, did this. I mess that up? Yeah, you messed that up, Ben. <laughs> oh, thanks, Charlie. I was glad Charlie anyway, was there this I'm, time. Anyway, I'm feeling very goofy. Uh, this, this, but anyway, the point is, <laughs> it takes a long view. The point of our fundraising efforts this time and trying to help senators is step by step improve Missouri, get better representation, and to rock and roll a little bit. Heck yeah! <laughs> you got to remember to rock and roll. So, Courtney, what else you got? Uh. So, oh, oh, (laughs) here's something else I'd like to discuss. And uh, it's here's I felt that there have been a couple of female candidates, specifically from the Northland, that have not uh, been given the respect I feel that they deserve as women who are running in our state. And so I put together um, a women for Lauren Arthur and a women for Stephanie Isaacson canvas that's going to take place. Um, starting this Saturday, this Saturday morning, we're going to go for um, Lauren and go canvas. Um, and I don't have the times in front of me, but I believe that it will be from um, 9 to 12. And we're meeting at the Clay County Democratic um, headquarters. Okay. And uh, there in Kansas City. And um, if any, if there are any women that are out there who would be interested in coming and showing their support for these women, um, we would greatly appreciate it. You know, because I... Um, I was a female candidate at one point in time, and it was difficult. I didn't always have the support from the women's groups like I needed it. And um, instead of becoming bitter about that, which is easy to do whenever you don't feel like you're being supported and you feel you should, um, I'm trying to make it productive and give support to those women who may – You're going all Betty McCaskill. Be feeling right. the same way. Yes, yeah. 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 Because yeah, that's how you get it be- done. The spirit of Betty McCaskill. Right. The, the fighter that we need to have in our politics again. Yes. So – um, I, I hope that they have a great turnout on Saturday. Um, we have many who have already, um, you know, voiced their support and will be there. Um, plus, I've offered free donuts and coffee. As a matter of fact, uh, yeah, Donna Cushman has put that together for us. Um, so it's well, I, 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 you know, I'm on the email list and I get things from the Women's Political Caucus, and mm-hmm. they have they haven't even done anything for these folks. You used to be Nothing. involved with that group. Yes, well... you want to comment on that, or am I putting you on the spot? No, well, I can. You know, the, the leadership has changed, and um, and so there's... They, as, a, as an organization, have... Um, they failed to do any kind of endorsements during the uh, municipal elections, and uh, even during the midterms here, they are have been kind of hands-off. Um, but the thing that's been concerned to me is that some have been vocalizing, um, you know, concerns that aren't really validated when it comes to these women candidates. And to me, it just hurts them. It doesn't help them. Mm -hmm. And even if you have those concerns, I feel then that you should address them with that individual um, instead of, you know, talking on the campaign trail against them when the only alternative is somebody who's an extremist who's going to go to Jeff City and work against us. And these women are not. They're progressive. There's no reason for this. Um, It's all internal politics, uh, and it's wrong. Well, you know, we talked about Senator McCaskill. Yes. We have we, we, we've talked a lot in her great leadership. We've talked a lot on this program about our mayor, Eileen yeah, Ware. Absolutely mm-hmm. right. Um, there's numerous examples of leaders who are women. Right. But look look at what happened look at what happened in the Missouri Senate when there was a a stopping of the debate mm-hmm. for a bill that would make women wait seventy two hours to make their own personal decision. Right. There is not one woman mm-hmm. in the Republican Party, mm-hmm. 
and only four women, five women in in of thirty four. Right. I mean, how are you? Which is get- pretty dominating for the Democratic side because all of the yeah, women all- are Democrats. Right. 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 But then they won't even allow, and they being um, the majority, the Republicans of our state, will not even allow those women who are elected in a t- into a position a voice right. when it comes to issues dealing with women's so, rights. It's only men who are making this right. decision. Right, and so I, I believe that we need diversity. I don't believe in the quotas or anything like that. I right. just think Thank when you. you see someone who is a young progressive woman, you think that's what we need more of mm-hmm. and you help. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's that simple. It is. You know, and um, that's what we all should do as a party. So I agree. You know, I agree. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> well, I, I'm thrilled. I hate to bring everything back to me. Yeah. But on our city council, we currently have six members. We have three men and three women. Mm-hmm. That's good. And, and that's, that's and, not by quota or anything. But we're either going to have a, a fourth woman or a fourth man, yeah. depending mm-hmm. on how this mm-hmm. November election mm-hmm. comes out. Sure. But and I think it gives us a female mayor and a female mayor. That's right. great. And I think it's fantastic. It's more I, progressive than some mm-hmm. communities have yeah. ever been. Yeah, and it it gives us a diversity when it comes to issues, different viewpoints. It's not all for years. The independent city council has been all white men, right? Mm-hmm. That's just the way it's, it's been. traditional across the mm-hmm. board, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice to see, no. and I'm proud to be a part of that. Now, Thank I, you. I, I, I'm welcome. not I'm not one of these who think. Any woman or any minority is better than any white man. I just – I don't think that's the case. But right. we want more people involved in the process. And um, the more people that run, we need to be encouraging and helpful because it's harder for – it's harder for a woman to run than a man. It just mm-hmm. is. Yeah, but – It but, just is. But these and women so, are well qualified. They have educational right. degrees. I mean they're professions in their fields. We're lucky to have them, you know, taking their that's, time That's why we should office. always be very encouraging. I agree. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Senator. So, you always are. Well, I think we agree around the table. Well, good. Yeah. Now, I know you guys were wondering, Senator, what have you been up to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm asking you guys, and you guys have yet to ask me. <laughs> Sorry. Well, so – what have you been up to? <laughs> What's up? That's a that's a very attractive question, Chris. Is <laughs> that <laughs> what you say in training classes? Attractive? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, What's your story? I was able to attend the Center for Advanced Leadership Skills, sponsored by the Council of State Legislators, and it was for the Southern Region in Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh. I went there Saturday morning, and um, the agenda was this. We landed in Little Rock. Because most of us flew. We arrived in Little Rock, and we met at the Clinton Presidential Library. Oh, nice. So that was really neat. And if you've ever – has anyone been there before? I have not. No. It, it's built right on the Arkansas River, kind of almost on top of it. It's really neat. And um, replica of the uh, Oval Office there and all the history of Bill Clinton and a lot of videos of him. He has an apartment at the top. When Does he comes he in there? town, Ooh, he stays wow. there. He stays at the li- he co- cool. They say he comes in cool. at least once a month. He was there in Arkansas this weekend for Oh, were you guys camping. hanging out? Uh, no, I was busy. But he had- I saw him walking down the hall eating a bowl of cereal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah. yeah. Right. But he was campaigning for um, Democrats in, in Arkansas. Cool. Good for him. State. That's great. Um, what, I, I, what I thought was interesting is that there's a replica of – the the Oval Office and there on his desk he has a statue little bronze thing of Truman. Oh really? Which, rem- which reminded me of the Truman Library. 
The Truman Library is so good. And the Clinton Library is new, shiny, different. The Truman Library is so much better. There's I was so going much, to ask you. There's how, so much more in depth. It's uh-huh. so much more, um, you know, you can really uh, have the impact. And I think part of that has to do with that it's not the guy that runs the museum running, saying what they're talking about, if that makes sense at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, President Truman has passed away. He has. Yes. And what? So, Wait. It, so that, that was that, – I was glad to see another presidential library. It's a neat – and then right next to it is the – is the public ser- public um, administration um, school for University of Arkansas? So we, we met there. Then we went up to uh, Winthorpe Rockefeller's farm at the top of Pettit Jean Mountain. That sounds fancy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so Winthorpe, Winthorpe. Yeah, Winthorpe Rockefeller was um, John Rockefeller Jr. You know the the robber Baron Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. His son had. Sons. One of them was Nelson Rockefeller, the governor of of New York, and his brother went to Arkansas, visited, liked it. Then he ran for governor, and he became a governor there. Oh, so has this? They have this institute for it's a retreat area where you go, and we had seminars where we talked about uh, leadership skills, um, social media, um, goal setting. Um, we did some media stuff, how to deal with the media, and it was a really good. Uh, Seminar of 16, there's a total of 16 of us, legislators from around the southern region, other state senators and some reps and even some judges. And so that was neat because you you go, you have your class, have dinner there, then they have a little thing at night. We uh, A lecture about the his history of presidents was there one night. Oh. And I got him talking about Truman and how great Truman <laughs> was. And yeah. Good boy. Yeah. Local boy does but good. He, but he, yeah. he was all over it. Uh, and then um, the last night we went and had dinner at the governor's mansion in in Little Rock, and the governor's mansion there is neat because that they have a, this old home, and then at the back they have a big facility for big, um, your room for events and stuff. Mm-hmm. In Missouri, it's just the just the house, and maybe you do oh. something downstairs. But uh-huh. mm-hmm. so anyway, it's a great opportunity to uh, learn some new skills, network with some other legislators, and and uh, see something else. So it was. It was good to see that. That's where I've been. That sounds like a fine time. Yeah. yeah. And, and really the the thing that was great was I got to go off the plane and start meeting these new people. Where are you from? Kansas City. Oh, my gosh. Did you see the Royals? They won, uh, that, they won that wild card game. You betcha. I was there. The boys and I, in blue. And I got to talk about that. How about, how about those Chiefs beating the um, Patriots on Monday night? Got to talk about that. I happened to mention – that's in my district <laughs> every single time. Good for you. Then, of course, when every time we talked about Harry Truman, I had to mention that the Truman Library is in my district. Of course. Mm-hmm. Very proud to do that. Sure. When I got out of the Clinton Library, I was going downtown, and I got on this trolley, and this guy sat next to me, and he's talking to his buddy. He goes, well, that's a pretty good library, but it's not as good as Truman's library. All right. And, I, and so I'm like, excuse me, sir, did you know that's my district? <laughs> yeah, just out of the way. I'm like, okay, we Knocking get it. kids Th- out of the th- way. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Slow yeah. down. Yeah. Slow down, right. buddy. Some old lady goes flying with her kids <laughs> walker, you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> and um, so, it, you know, I had a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of things came up out of the blue. I was very proud of my district and, and, and you know. I just been on the Senate job for two years. I had nothing to do with this great community, all these things, but I'm very proud of it, and I 
and made sure that people knew. Oh, also the other thing was since it's Southern State and it was a Saturday, everyone was worried about um, football, SEC football. Well, sure. And so they're like, oh, Mizzou's so great. And I, well, yeah. oh, excuse me. Ah. You know my daughter goes to the hey, University hey, of Missouri. Hey, 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 well, did you know that I could? Uh, right. right, right. And they're like, yes, relax. So I was, uh, there was a point of pride for for um, the University of Missouri as well since I'm paying for it since my daughter goes there. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure you so are. So it was that it was a great experience to just take a step back. And, you know, we, we live in a great community. I'm really honored to um, – be a part of the community, growing up here, having my kids grow up here, and and really, you know, you, most people don't get to um, represent an area, Chris, and we got to talk to our last session an astronaut, and only two hundred fifty other people have been in space. Wow! And, but he said, but not very many people get to represent districts either. So I'm just trying to think about. Pretty lucky to be a senator. Mm-hmm. Very grateful for it. Kind of like being an astronaut then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like being a little bit more. But <laughs> but anyways, a good good reminder and good facts and yeah. everything else. Keep that attitude of gratitude, my friend. I will. <laughs> it will serve you oh. and us well. Okay. With that, what else do we have to say? It's a good show. <laughs> One of our best. No, it really was one of your best.